Hi everybody and welcome to day 11 of the Stationary Freaks Advent Calendar Goodness and today we are talking about habit stacking which I will be honest I'm not entirely sure what that is. Helen please help me. Oh bless you. So yes that's uh, not quite true Rob because you have heard me witter on about this for years so I suspect that you don't do it very much but um, so habit stacking is the idea of, so we talked about setting up a habit. If you want to do a new thing, you set up a habit to do it. And, you know, if only it was that easy, right? The truth is, is that habits are really, really hard to get set, unless it's a bad habit, in which case it seems to happen overnight and you're stuck in yeah. forever. But what we do with habit stacking is by saying, I want to instill this new habit into my life. I want to get up every morning and I want to write first thing in the morning, for example. The best way to trigger that habit, and I've talked about this before, habits have this trigger, this thing that makes you think, oh, it's time to do it. It's like a, a trip up in your day. And your brain thinks, oh, we're in this space. I think you do this, don't you, Rob? I'm in this space, so therefore I'm ready to write. And, yeah, definitely. That is a trigger for writing. Um, and if you skip back a couple of times when we were talking about habit, Rob had trouble when you moved house because your trigger had gone for, for doing that. And I yeah. think... The way to do habit stacking really well is to say, take a habit that you already have, that you already do without thinking about it, and then put another habit on. So in the morning, without fail, I get up and have breakfast, for example. I don't, but I should do. But, but if you did, get up and have breakfast, and that was something really, really reliable in your day, at breakfast or straight after breakfast, you use that as a trigger for your next habit. Now, it has to be a... Artif an artificial trigger initially, but eventually what you're trying to do is get your habits to go from one thing that you do every single day without fail, for example, to being five things that you do every single day without fail. And you have to keep going until it is just what you do. What you said was you get up, you go to this space at this time of day, and that means you're writing and you're deliberately setting out a habit. If you could build that on top of something you already have, it would be slightly easier to do. I see. Yeah. So in a sense, you're talking about chaining habits together yes. to build, a, obviously, a more complete set of your life, uh, I guess. Does it make a difference if the habits aren't related? Do they need to be sort of closely related to make that work? I do. And it's true. If you can build it onto a habit for the location that you're currently in, it will be easier. So... Flossing after brushing your teeth is super easy because you're already there. It's really hard. You have to almost make an effort not to bother. And that's why it works so well. But if you have to go into a separate room, into your study to sit down and write, that's kind of harder to do. You brush your teeth and then you go into your study to sit down and write. That's a difficult thing because you have to, there's a lot of, places that you could be easily diverted and that's where the rest yeah. comes in habit stacking so it would be great if you said i'm going to brush my teeth floss my teeth maybe then i'm going to come downstairs and i'm going to go into my i'm going to water my house plants and then i'm going to sit and write because you're already uh, in yeah. that place so but it's difficult to build habit stacks of eight things at once you want to build one and then add on to it and then add on to it after an amount of time mm. So let's say you're trying to write a book and, and you're trying to build the habit of, you know, make a cup of coffee, then go and sit down and write the book. Is it easier to try and put a really simple habit in there 
before writing to, you know, because right, sitting down to write a book's hard. We talk about this yeah. as a good example. You know, would it be easier to add like a little habit of water the plants just so you can get into the habit of creating <laughs> habits? Yes. Or would you just say, just go for that big, gnarly, difficult one that you've been after for a while? No, first? I would say actually don't because I would I would say exactly what you've done, which is go and water the plants and then sit down, make a coffee and then sit down. But don't allow yourself to have gaps between. Yeah. Because if you water the plants and then you go and check for the post or you go and do something else, you've got opportunities to be diverted. Anything that will distract you from your next step is a bad thing because that's a point at which you can break. You said chains. It's exactly like that. You can break that chain. Mm. So you're going to try and sit down. And what I would say is, for example, your example of writing a book, don't set yourself a massive bar of I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write for eight hours a day or if you have that much time, such a luxury. But what <laughs> you can do is sit down and say, I will write for 15 minutes. And I often do this with difficult habits. I will do this for 15 minutes because 15 minutes is hardly any time at all. And even my very low willpower will force me through that. But once you're in 15 minutes in, you've kind of broken the back of starting and then it's easier to keep going. So I would suggest that you aim to write for 30 minutes or an hour in that morning and then but what you do is you say I will write for 10 or 15 minutes and if I want to at that point I will stop and let yourself because you're building the habit it's not about the writing at this stage this is about building a habit yeah so sounds it's more good. important that you do 10 minutes of writing than it is that you do an hour of writing at that stage sounds good and, and in the past, we, we talked about this sort of environment affordance, as I call it, which is a posh way of saying hack your environment to make it yeah. easier to do your goals. And, you know, one of the things that I found when I was sitting down to write was I created this horrible bad habit that I had to replace by forcing my environment to be different. And I'll, I'll explain. So my routine for writing is get a uh, the night before I put the coffee pot all set together, percolator thing. I just hit the start button in the morning when I get up. Uh, have a glass of water, coffee's pretty much done, grab the coffee, go into the living room, put my sad lamp on, which I use during winter, um, helps me feel a little bit happier, put the computer on. And what I was doing at that point was then I was checking social media. And I would then go down a rabbit hole of oh. responding to stuff, scanning it, feeling completely inferior to everybody else on social, who's clearly right. living a much brighter life than I am. <laughs> And I would never get around to writing. So what I did was the night before is I use one of these apps that closes everything down. Yep. And the writing tool that I use, Ulysses, is my writing tool of choice, is open, ready to go. So when the computer's on, I can't do anything else now other than write. Would you recommend people try to find those environment affordances? Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, speaking as somebody who... I mean, I really, the only thing I am truly excel at is procrastination. I mean, really, <laughs> it is my reason for living. Didn't, I, you, do a, didn't you do a master's in it? <laughs> PhD, <laughs> right, honestly. Um, I am really, really bad at procrastinating. So that whole idea of social media and down the rabbit hole, absolutely, I have to turn off social media on pretty much everything. Um, and I have a hundred little things just like that that stop me getting distracted. And you're looking for ways in which you're going to try and treat, cheat yourself out of this habit because your brain is going to try and do that. I don't want to. Think of your like inner eight-year-old. I don't want to. No, you don't always want to do this, but you're going to have to. And removing the ability to just, you know, avoid it 
because I accidentally got sucked down the rabbit hole of social media. What you want to say is, come on, do 10 minutes and then we can stop. Yeah, and and not talk to your inner eight-year-old. I think that's probably the best way to <laughs> talk to your inner eight-year-old about setting up those habits. Just do a little bit and we'll stop if you want to. And the truth is, is once you get started, I mean, with writing or whatever, once you get started, it's never as bad as you imagine. It's the starting that's really hard. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It reminds me of that story that it's attributed to Jerry Seinfeld, although I'm not entirely sure. And you probably heard this where he had a giant wall planner with the whole year on and he'd put a cross every day that he wrote a joke. Wouldn't be the world's best joke, you know, whatever. But he was trying not to break that chain. And for me, it's almost like you need multiple calendars, you know, one for the right joke, then one for the, yes. you know, the other habit that you're stacking on top. And, and you know, do you, do you use any system like that? I mean, I guess you're probably going to say you use your bullet journal for no, this. I do. I'm sorry. So that's that <laughs> thing. What I was saying initially, I would have, if I was going to do um, a workout, for example, three times a week, I would have three boxes in my calendar on my diary to say, did you work out? And all I have to do is tick it three times. So I don't have to do it the days that I've set, but I do have to do it because right. I have to keep that thing going. So I will keep that going for a while. And then at some point, I stop keeping track of it because it doesn't matter now whether I keep track of it. I only put it back in if if my habit starts to wane again. And it does. Sure. Um, you, you always think it's stuck way before it has. Excellent. I realized yesterday in, in the advent, we didn't actually set a challenge, did we? So today, no. So today, I don't think we should set a retrospective challenge for yesterday. No. Um, but we will be sure to set you a challenge today. So Helen, habit stacking, what's our listeners challenge? I would suggest that if you have a habit that you want to start for the new year or for any time, but new year's psychologically really, really good time, even if you're not particularly a celebrator, I would suggest that you choose a habit and find the perfect time of day to do it, the perfect frequency of day to do it. Look for a habit that already sits in that frequency and that time window and try and do the two things together at the same time, or not literally at the same time, but one after the other. So that is it. Create your very first habit stack. I like it. I know. It's good. Yeah, I think I've actually kind of done that this morning. I've moved my weights from the shed at the bottom of the garden where it's freezing cold, which is, you know, really, really not good. And I've moved them into the living room. So got up, coffee, sad lamp, rope, did weights. Is that an example of habit stacking? It is. It's also a possible grounds for divorce. I don't know how your wife feels about that. My husband would be livid if I moved all my stuff into the living room, but, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. The kids, uh, they certainly had a good laugh watching me do the weights. That was uh, entertaining for them. <laughs> anyway with that me too <laughs> mocking thing. yeah they, what they didn't realize is actually mocking me makes me more determined to do something <laughs> so. <laughs> right with that we shall uh, say goodbye so please join us on instagram at stationary freaks uk please join in with the advent calendar hashtag which is stationary freaks advent for your chance to win one of those two perfect notebooks and we shall see you in the final day tomorrow where we're going to be talking about what if it all goes wrong how do you get back on the horse and continue your journey so with that helen thank you that's well can i just add we when we talked about habits we had a habit help hashtag if you want help with your habit stacking the habit help hashtag and i will give you uh some help online as well 
Awesome. That requires you checking Instagram though, Helen. I know. And I am shockingly bad at that. So I am very sorry <laughs> to everybody who may... I'll go and look at that now, Rob. <laughs> Excellent. Right. We're looking forward to uh, speaking to you tomorrow. Thanks, Helen. Bye-bye. Bye.